Bears. <laughs> it's gonna be a wild ride. <laughs> I don't know. They haven't told me how long it really is. They just keep messing around. <laughs> Did everybody drop their acid? <laughs> Open the envelope. <laughs> so people usually join these meetings and watch them. Yeah, yeah. Now people will be watching. Uh, my mother and father. Yeah. yeah. My Masha and my Fasha will be watching. Hi, everybody. I'm pretty sure we're live right now. Oh, I'm yeah, trying we're to definitely s- live. <laughs> Skip on I'm B-Real. I'm missed the ball this time. <laughs> we got uh, another fantastic episode. This is episode 29 or 30. We're getting there. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's uh, <laughs> another episode of Refined Taste with Dario and... Chris. What's up, man? How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? great um we have uh tony and derek of uh, fuego and matilda respectively how are you good pretty good good and thank you for joining us thank you um we're drinking we got uh princess leia and i got a in the background you got bat that right there. Bat wing yes mm-hmm. very nice um it should be fun. I uh, I'm excited to talk to you guys. Uh, we hung out a couple of weeks ago on a Sunday. Um, ate some of your delicious food over at Matilda. Uh, that burrito, that breakfast burrito over there, is great. Yeah, I, I think can't I, take credit for it. So yeah, I'm glad you like it. It's a big <laughs> okay. My uh, Sarah was like, "We should do a burrito." I'm like, "All right." So we did it. <laughs> oh, okay. You well, never go wrong Sarah. with an envelope of meat and cheese. Yeah. No, I mean, it's got all the good stuff in there, though. It's oh, yeah. uh, it's got it's got hash brown in there, right? Yeah, hash brown, chorizo, cheddar cheese, yeah. eggs, mm. yes, avocado, all the good stuff. All the good things. Yes, I support anything with hash browns in them. Mm-hmm. I think all food should have hash brown in them. Is this? <laughs> can oh. this be a movement? Can we get behind this? Yeah, Just add some potato. <laughs> No, yeah. not just potato, hash browns, hash like brown. the crunchiness of it, you know? I don't know. I think it'll improve all food items. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is really why you're here, guys. We need to talk about this. <laughs> We're working on a new menu anyway, so we can take this into consideration and do yeah. hash brown a whole section. Okay. We can do, like, oops, all hash browns. Like, <laughs> not like, oops, all crunch berries. Just, like, do it with hash browns. <laughs> <laughs> I Let's hash it out. <laughs> That's the name of the place, okay? Uh, <laughs> hash it out. <laughs> We're going to get a lot of guys that like weed. Oh, yeah. here. <laughs> it's going to be very confusing. They'll be like, so where's the weed? Um, <laughs> no, it's hash brown, guys. I'll be like, okay, all right. <laughs> um, where should we start? Uh, Chris and I were trying to think. Um, let's start Fuego. Um, Tony, what, what's your story, man? Where you what's your culinary background like where did you start uh so i did go to culinary school in uh, northern new york uh it was uh in a little town called malone uh i went to a bosey's program for culinary and i don't know if you want to call that culinary school but you know it's a starter to you know culinary um know a little bit about cooking but not to the extent of this gentleman right here um but <clears throat> it's all smoke and mirrors i tell you um <laughs> Basically, uh, I was a musician, uh, and uh, I was managing a pizza hut. 
And basically I was like, I don't want to do this for the rest of my life. What do I want to do? So you have to ask yourself a question. If you can do one thing for the rest of your life, what would that be? Uh, for me, I know that I love coffee and I love music, uh, but you generally as like, you know, a musician, you sort of gauge yourself and you look at yourself and be like, well, really, can I make a living where I am doing this? Uh, so no. Can I, can I pause you for a second? Yeah. Um, so you were managing a pizza hut. Yeah. Um, <laughs> was it, so this was the nineties. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even know that pizza hut still existed. Yeah. <laughs> what was that like, man? Uh, <laughs> was there just like cheese everywhere? I just imagine in the pizza take us hut. back there, paint a picture. Uh, <laughs> What did it smell like? Uh, stuffing did you and everything? So much, there so, much oil. so much oil. <laughs> was there a buffet? Uh, yes, there was a salad bar. Ooh, sit down. Ooh. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Were you, did you manage, um, what is it? The book it program? <laughs> no, I was just talking about that the other day. I used to love that. It was great motivation yep. as a child. Personal yes. I was killing it with all the Judy Bloom and the Goosebumps <laughs> books. Is that, is that like food. a scholastic thing where like you read books and you get pizza for it? I think yeah. so, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, I would be, I would have, uh, I, I, I never had that. You never had that? No. I went to it's either, like, it's either Pizza Hut or Ponderosa. Ponderosa, Ponderosa was, oh, for, yeah. Yeah, I don't think. There was oh. only one Ponderosa in Baltimore, and it closed down pretty quickly. <laughs> I think we there's still one, one in Geneva. I, I, miss Ponderosa. I miss Ponderosa. Yeah, we had one on Ridge Road that I went to a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now what do we I got? Think, I think it's around? a Zales now. <laughs> Zales. <laughs> pretty sure yeah it's, it's heritage jewelers now that's a that's a glow up i gotta say i walk in there and be like it was the buffet there's <laughs> nothing but diamonds in there <laughs> somebody get me some soft serve <laughs> i'm sorry Tony. go back here <laughs> music and coffee uh go yeah. ahead <laughs> uh so i know that i love music and i love coffee uh renee was going to college down here so i went down to visit her and basically uh, I got a job at Java's Cafe. Okay. Um, so it's a funny story. Uh, I enrolled classes at Monroe Community College for business. Uh, walked in and there was a Java's in the Brick Lounge. And I remember walking up to the counter and uh, the first person I see is Chuck Sarankoski, who was the uh, general manager at the time. And I just walked up to him and said, hey, my name's Tony. I'd like to own my own cafe someday. Can I have a job? And it's pretty interesting because it's like, usually be like, wow, this kid's kind of weird, you know, <laughs> yeah. but uh, they took a chance on me and I just worked really, really hard and just, uh, you know, over the years, uh, learned all I could. Yeah, that's awesome, man. No, I, that's a good story. Uh, we once had a kid, I worked at this uh, bank down in Brooklyn, this kid came in off the street and he said, uh, hi, I'd like to apply for manager. <laughs> and <laughs> We couldn't stop laughing. Oh, that was great. <laughs> so um, I, I'm sure they didn't laugh at you, Tony. But um, <laughs> oh, I'm sure they did. I'm sure they did over here. No, but uh, <laughs> who's laughing now, right? Uh, <laughs> we are. We are together. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, no, that's awesome, man. So you started 
uh, working at Java's, what location did you work at? Uh, so I started at MCC and then I just started covering shifts at all the locations. So whether that be like RIT or even downtown. And then uh, about 2000, I don't remember what year it was, but we opened up the public market location. I think it was 09. Mm -hmm. So nice. Oh. Um, you ever think about going back to Pizza Hut? <laughs> oh, yes. All the time. So the rest of the night, we're just talking about Pizza Hut and our I, experience. You know, I made four <laughs> last night for uh, Super Bowl. Did You made them? Yeah. Nice. All right. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking, yeah, new collab here. You have to read a book every time you made a pizza? Well, I was asking like... you a question, though, too, because I never made, like, a white pizza before. So I was like, do I put oil on it? Only if you want it crispy. <laughs> nice. Um, no, that's awesome, man. Um, so you started the first location was at the public market. Uh, so it... no, the first location that I started at was MCC. And then I would cover at um, downtown, which is on Gibbs Street, and then uh, RIT. Uh, and then in 09, I believe that uh, we helped launch uh, the public market. Oh, okay. Oh, the the public the Java's public market. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Nice. The one that's awesome. a combination cure and Java's, and Flower City bread, and Flower City bread. It's kind of like I find it interesting <laughs> that you you ended at like Pizza Hut, which has is famous for having combination Pizza Huts and Taco Bells, <laughs> and then you get into coffee and you're at a combination cure Java's. <laughs> like you need to have like some sort of Voltron of restaurants in order to, yeah. in yeah. order to operate. <laughs> that was the plan all along, apparently. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. No, that's awesome. That's a great location there. Um, I had my, uh, what do you call it? Um, your wedding the night before? Bachelor party. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Rehearsal dinner. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> my brain doesn't. It's all this, all these hash browns I've been having. <laughs> Do it right your bachelor party can be your rehearsal dinner too <laughs> no my my bachelor party this is a sad story but um <laughs> i had uh all my friends were some of them in rochester we had uh, two separate bachelor parties so i had one with my uh you know <laughs> down in uh in new york right and it was just me and uh one other guy right and then everybody else was up here in Rochester. So we had a nice one at Frontier Field for that, right? So my dad was there and a bunch of other people. But this one downtown uh, in New York, we went out to a comedy club and <laughs> it was just me and one other guy. So <laughs> we sat up front and the comedian's like, uh, he's like, what is this? What is this, a date? You know, and I was really like laughing, right? And I'm like, oh, it's a, it's a bachelor party. He's like, holy shit, this is the <laughs> bachelor party. <laughs> I was like, please don't talk to me anymore. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> oh, man. So um, when when did Fuego start? Uh, Fuego started in 2013. Okay. Um, basically, uh, Renee and I decided we wanted to buy a roaster. And it was just supposed to be like a wholesale program. So we got this little space on uh, Liberty Pool Way. And it was probably about 450 to 500 square feet. Uh, we had the roaster in the back and we had like maybe like a seven, eight seat bar. 
and it was really interesting because it was more of like a tasting room but it turned into so much more without us even like really trying which was really had to sort of like sw uh, switch gauges in the way of like uh how you're set up yeah yeah so the original vision was just to do some roasting and kind of have a tasting room just kind of a pickup type spot yeah so yeah we didn't have any uh, like coffee brewers or anything like that the only thing that we had was a espresso machine and mm -hmm. arrow presses so it's sort of like you know if you wanted to taste the coffee you could taste it on espresso but you could also like do like arrow press and that's all we did so then you know when you have like 15 people come come in at once you know if you've ever seen an arrow press and how to brew an arrow press <laughs> it, it, it's, it's a minute it's a it, minute <laughs> yeah, my, my shoulders still hurt to this day because of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know you mentioned that, that like there's you're trying to figure out over the over the years, like, you know, how, so your body doesn't break down. Is that basically what you're mentioning? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of different things that come along with, you know, being uh, even like a cook or like a person in coffee. There's correct uh, ways of like um, doing certain things like tamping or even like, I mean, pushing a button, but we had like the, the old school um, lever machine from um, Victoria Arduino. So basically it was the lever that we, you would just push back. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, it's, it's a lot of like repetitive motion. So being right. able to understand your body and being able to do it the right way. So in the future, your future self is not hurting or, or stressed because of it. Right, okay. Um, so what happened? So 2009 and 2013, when you started Fuego, were you just, were you working at Java's during that time? Yeah. When did, was, when did the yeah. brainchild for Fuego come about? Uh, it actually came about in 2006, 2007. That's when, uh, you know, I started working for Java's and just sort of like cultivating just different ideas on what coffee looked like for me and to Renee and how we wanted to present it. Um, you know, you hear all these terms of like first wave, second wave, third wave. Um, those are great and everything like that. But at the end of the day, it's like what we want to do is give you an experience, uh, whether that's, uh, you know, you having come into the cafe. Uh, the first thing we want to do is you're having a miserable day. We want to be the first people to put a smile on your face. Uh, and coffee is, you know, sort of a conduit to doing that. It really is, you know, being able to take someone that just woke up in the morning, sort of grumpy, you walk in and then you just give them a smile and a great cup of coffee and, you know, you go about your day. Yeah. No, a lot of people don't want to be spoken to before uh, they have their coffee. That's me first right. thing. Morning, that's it. <laughs> I've seen that like on, you know, different things. Yeah. <laughs> so when did you move into the, into your current space, your current space? Yeah, I talk about baby Fuego, teenage Fuego, and then, you know, sort of like a grown-up Fuego. Uh, so baby Fuego is 167 Liberty Poleway. Uh, that's where we got our start and everything like that. Uh, after that, our, our lease finished after three years, uh, and we were looking at the Woodbury location, uh, but we were up against some other entrepreneurs that were looking to put in the restaurant. So we sort of, like, lost that bid. Yeah, so there was this intermediate space at 45 Euclid uh, that we uh, tapped into, uh, which was, you know, 
in a way it's like that's sort of like awkward sort of like oh we don't know where we are you know it's like we know right. what our is we know what we we do but for us the space wasn't like the way that we wanted it to be right uh, yeah, it was yeah. a shared space basically mm-hmm. so you really you're sort of sharing your identity but you want to have your own true identity mm-hmm. so when that lease was up uh, I called Patrick Dutton, who was managing the Woodbury location. And I said, hey, is that space still available? And he's like, yes. So that was our dream location uh, right after Liberty Pole, to tell you the truth. Cool. Nice. So you're, you're happy there? How's, uh, how's the reception been since you moved over there? Oh, everybody loves it there. I mean, here's the thing. It's like people that know the service that we put out, it's like that's the true service. I mean, it's like one in three is like what it was meant to be. Two was just like sort of like that awkward phase of like trying to figure out where we were gonna be long-term. Nice, so what's next? Anything? Are you just uh, happy uh, where you're at? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes. for me, I, I like meaningful partnerships uh, leading into this. Uh, you know, we were approached about this space a while ago and um, you know, I, I always wanted a nice concept of, you know, a uh, cafe that executed food on the same level of, as coffee uh, that we produce. I mean, so, yes, you can get sandwiches and coffee some places, but, you know, their, their focus is going to be either one or the other, it seems to be. Right. Meaning, and I don't mean to offend people out there that, you know, do one thing really well and the other one's like, yeah, we just serve this coffee. But having trained baristas, trained uh, cooks, you know, that, you know, put out the same product that you have um, really wanted to showcase. So uh, you, you feel like you carried your vision for Fuego into Matilda then? Uh, yes, but I think like, you know, Derek has some things that he has envisioned that he's brought to the table as well. I mean, like it's it's 50-50 of knowing, all right, the quality of the the food that he gets to the quality of coffee that we get and the ingredients that we put into it. It's like, you know, we want to be a step above, but not just to be like, you know, snooty or anything like that. It's like, all right, we believe in using all these great quality products. We both have expectations. Like uh, Tony had held the bar up here when it came to Fuego and, and, and craft coffee. And we tried to, do the same on the food aspect by using, you know, local anywhere we can. Um, our biggest seller, the breakfast sandwich, it has two local eggs on it. You know, we, we really want to focus on everything that we can to the extreme, to hyper local, hyper craft. Um, and that's what we did nice. here. Yep. Yeah. Where, where are you getting the eggs from? They come from Autumn's Harvest, and I believe they're in Romulus, New York. Oh, okay. Oh, sweet. So, like, just... Kind of down the road. Down the road. <laughs> yes. Before we uh, start talking about Matilda too much, I want to, Derek, I want to get into your story. Um, what? Same question, like, where, where hours, did you get right? your start? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Three and a half. 20 minutes. Who are your <laughs> yeah, guys? Beer, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, acid yet. yeah, but, yeah that, let's crack another one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what are you drinking, by the way? I got the uh, number 32 from the the frequentum down there however you want to say them down there in canadagua 
Yes, shout out to Frequent. We love them down there. They're, they've been really great. And uh, we're the only ones outside of them that sell their beer mm-hmm. as of right now. So we're pretty excited about that. Another shout out to another beer that we carry that we're one of their only accounts right now is actually Mortalis. Nice. Right. That's what I was drinking before I killed it. But yeah, a little Hydra well, action here. Which one yeah. is that? What flavor you got? This one, uh, this one was a uh, blueberry tang, uh, tangerine manga. Yeah, we had that at Artisan Works. That was the one you? we got at Artisan Works. Oh yeah, yeah. So we went. Um, Mortalis did. Uh, they did a little drop with the Doughboys over at Artisan Works. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Um, you know how the Doughboys, uh, they they're they're big on Mortalis over there, and they yeah. they're following. You know, brings brings those guys around. So, um, yeah, we got to drink that with some awesome pizza. Shout out to the Doughboys. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm cracking some other half here. little collab with uh, Jay Wakefield. Florida Plates. This is one of my favorites. Florida nice. Plates. Yeah. I'm into it. It's fine. I got Flying Emperor's uh, Hard Kombucha. Ooh. <laughs> I just keep hearing about Hard Kombucha. I feel like... If you leave kombucha alone for long enough, it just winds up getting <laughs> it's hard already. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we gotta get uh we talked to Kat. Got got, yeah. But... <laughs> yeah, no, she's got uh she did what would she say? Kat wanted to do that, but it's you know, the alcohol licensing and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's that's a pain. Yep. We love us some cat butcha, so we're hoping she does it soon because I want to put it on a draft for sure. That's right. Cat. If you're listening, <laughs> Happy Guts out there too. Yep. Happy oh, we love Happy Guts. Uh, yeah. Open Scott up a spot. Rob. Those guys oh, rock. man. Yes. That's some good. That's some good booch. Yeah, I love their gym. Yes. <laughs> so, um, all right. So now we got our our second beer. Our <laughs> uh, all right. Entering our number three here, uh, <laughs> Derek. So, um, are you local? Are you originally from rochester uh i grew up in clifton springs don't act like you know where that is because nobody does it's okay uh, <laughs> sounds familiar yeah <laughs> in the finger lakes so like right between huh. geneva and canadagua smack dab tiny little town driven through there i don't yeah. even think we have a stoplight still so yeah hmm. who needs them who needs them <laughs> So, uh, so where where'd you get your start? Like, uh, where'd you start cooking? Uh, Tell me, Pizza Hut. I was, no, I did not. I was a, uh, I was a kid who didn't know what they wanted to do in high school, as I think many of us have been. I went to vocational school, Bosies, also for culinary arts, and I think I was like the only kid in the class to actually take it seriously enough to go to culinary school. Nice. I went down to uh, Orlando Culinary Academy. Le Cordon Bleu uh, for two years down in Florida. Lived down there for a couple of years. I worked for uh, Emeril Lagasse, the BAM guy. Oh, nice. Never met him. Of him. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't really tell you anything cool about him other than he had a Christmas gift every year from him. Did you uh, meet him? No. No? Oh. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> so after that, okay. I came back Moving to Rochester. <laughs> After that, I came back to Rochester. I worked at uh, Wegmans for, I, I didn't know where to get a job. And this was back before the culinary renaissance happened in Rochester, really. There was like Tony Galassi, 
mm-hmm. and uh, Jerry Varasi, and that was about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I ended up getting a job at uh, Tastings, which was Mr. Wegman's first restaurant. Right. Probably my most favorite restaurant I've ever worked in. It was really cool. We didn't have a walk-in cooler. We just had a scanning gun. And any day you walked in, you just walked out to the store and bought whatever you wanted. And you did whatever <laughs> you wanted with it. So it was really cool. We, we made some really neat food. Um, it's where the burger bar is now in uh, Pittsburgh. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. It was a really cool restaurant. And uh, I left there, opened a uh, prime steakhouse with my buddy uh, Joe over in Webster, I think it was. I don't think it's prime anymore either. So I left there after a year and uh, went back to Wegmans. I worked at Next Door Bar and Grill. Uh, I was there for another three years as a sous chef, um, which was a really cool experience. And then I had an opportunity to open the Revelry. So I left there and did that for another three years. And uh, (laughs) after that, it was a dark time in my life that we don't really talk about where I worked because there was a lot of not shenanigans. Just yeah, say shenanigans. shenanigans. And then I opened Unter Beer Garden. <laughs> okay. <laughs> was it three years? Was that a three year period? I think it was actually. Unter is going to be three years this month. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's time for me to quit. <laughs> uh, Unter Beer Garden. That's, uh, let's talk about that for a second. I mean, that's, that's a really cool location there. Yeah. Cool, um, Thanks. <laughs> what, <laughs> what so obviously it's not it's not operational right now right yeah uh, kind of put a, a halt on things we opened back up for the summertime and then around thanksgiving time we shut it back down just because in anticipation for the orange zone and we're waiting for the right movement uh right moment to open back up we're thinking march we probably got to get it relaunched um to what capacity I haven't really figured out yet. Uh, We love it there. Uh, That's my my father and I kind of teamed up on that. He kind of was the money behind it, and he listened to me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Just kidding. Um, Anyway, so, yeah, so we're we're trying to make the right move for what we're going to do next down there. Um, What was your, um, why like German fare? What, What made you go in that direction? Kind of like after the after the rev, like just kind of getting thrown into a, a cuisine and like diving headfirst into it, to the food, to the beverage of it. Um, I kind of did the same thing down there when we walked in. It it, it screamed German beer garden. It it screamed yeah. communal seating. It screamed cool outdoor seating. Um, right. What was was it something before that? Like a Greek it's restaurant? Victoire. It was Victoire. Victoire. Which was Belgian like another Victoire. like European uh, yeah. style. So we kind of did the same thing, but we tweaked it a little bit. You know, I wanted I looked at like rock I'm like, I love beer. Um and I want my beer in a big old stein, and there was nowhere that did that. So all of our beer down there is half liter, full liters, Das Boot, nice. you know, like we tried nice. to do something cool and different. I got the boot from there. For your birthday, my birthday in my closet. I bought I bought a boot of beer from uh, Winter Beer Garden the first time I went. We do give you a free boot of beer for your birthday, so yeah, it was my birthday. 
There you go. <laughs> Respect right, to my joke, please. <laughs> <laughs> Chris goes, oh. I got the boot from there. I'm like, you got thrown out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, were you behind that, Derek? You saw Chris come in. You're like, this really guy. Yeah. <laughs> he writes for the city newspaper. He's <laughs> I do that. I do that a yes, lot. Yes, that's right. That's cool, man. So once was Matilda kind of in the works before uh, COVID? No, no, or I, that... I didn't even know Tony. Uh, I met Tony. I didn't even know Tony when I went to Fuego for the first time. I went, for, I went to Teenage Fuego, <laughs> and I loved it. Uh, and it was right around the corner from Unter. We'd walk there. We'd get some coffee. I loved his staff. I loved his coffee. Um, and then one day this guy, this squirted little guy, just comes into my bar and he's like, hey, you need to – sell my coffee here and i'm like uh what and he's like yeah you should really sell my coffee i'm gonna give you that we're gonna get you that we're gonna hook you up with that and i said okay so uh that was when i met tony and we started selling fuego coffee there because we were doing brunch and we just became friends from there um we had Tony's a lot of late nights how you make at deals and at joey's together <laughs> and that's how you make deals you just come in and be like i'm gonna open a cafe and like, you're gonna sell my coffee <laughs> And one day Tony came in and said, Hey, we have a spot that I was approached about. Would you be interested? And I said, yeah, let's wow. talk about it. I used to live above the space. Um, when I was working at the Rev, we had an apartment upstairs, my girlfriend and I at the time. And um, I always loved this space. So when he told me where it was, I wanted to make it happen. So, mm -hmm. yeah, no, it's an awesome space. Um, <coughs> you know, my wife mentioned she loved starry nights. Mm -hmm. um she misses it but we're we're within you know, we live in uh north winton village so we're real close i love um, that area yeah yeah no it's really great um so we're we're not far from you guys now it's a really great breakfast option now um like i said you know we we visited pretty recently um i've ordered from you guys a couple of times i love the menu um yeah it's it's just great it's great having an option how's the reception been since you opened oh my goodness been crazy yeah good yeah i mean we still get our starry nights regulars you know and we have to um put our arm around them and make them know that they're still loved and we don't serve soup but um <laughs> yes that they can still get good coffee and, um yeah no it's like really ladle ladle great. the coffee just tell them it's my daughter and then they're like oh you know they feel bad a little bit and then they're all good about it yeah <laughs> you know yes. that, like it was like kind of it seemed like it kind of popped up in the middle of like the pandemic tony and i thought to ourselves <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing what could we do in the middle of this pandemic <laughs> right open another spot uh yeah it kind of did uh we started talking about this in December before, you know, crap hit the fan. And um, I think we got in here until June, May, May or June, May or June. Yeah. I mean, like a uh, process, you know, uh, a lot of waiting, but also, you know, I think it worked out well. We got in here in the, in the spring. We, we did a full remodel gut which it needed. The space is so awesome. It really needed the extra love and attention that it, we think we gave it. And yeah. um, open by September. Yep. Shout out to uh, Keystone. Keystone. <laughs> yeah. Keystone. Yeah. Oh, the, the contractors. Yeah. Yeah. 
They turn out to be pretty uh, good dudes. Who designed the place? It's kind of a little bit of all of us and on the fly too. We we made blueprints and then we totally just (laughs) changed everything (laughs) multiple times. Yeah. I mean, we had some colors in mind and some like things that we wanted. And then when you got the neon, that's where the whole pink thing. Yeah. The neon kind of went crazy with that. Yeah. We went crazy with pink. I mean, with, yeah. but the way that you design, like the font for the Matilda, it kind of it kind of fits. Yeah, so that was uh, my good friend Jake. Uh, he hangs out here all the time. If you come to Matilda, you can see Jake sitting around. But uh, he took my daughter, wrote her name out, and he kind of mm-hmm. based that font off of her font and hand wrote that font, and then we kind of have evolved it to everywhere mm-hmm. now. Yep. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. No, it has like a really uh, cool modern vibe in there. I think the you know the backlighting and those colors and just that's the clean aesthetic. I mean, yeah. Clean, super clean. Yeah. Uh, hip. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, to tell you the truth, I, you know, when I go to cafes, I want them to have their own personality. Uh, and uh, there was a time when most cafes, all they were doing was subway tile and wood. And, you know, it's just like, it's been done. It's been over. Yeah, I was not allowed any subway tile in this place. I told them no no subway tile. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But to me, uh, when I look at this, though, too, it looks more like a a coastal sort of, like, cafe, to tell you the truth, with a ship lap and everything like that. It just reminds me of, like, maybe, like, Portland, Maine in some ways. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Not very hipstery. (laughs) Yeah. Got it. But Not that it's a negative thing, but yeah, actually, you know, and and we say Australian cuisine, you know, yeah. that just kind of takes a nod to, I guess it kind of goes to what I always do. Like I did the Southern cuisine, and we did the Bavarian cuisine. And now, okay, Australian, because they kind of have this, you know, avocado toast, healthy quinoas, fresh. Is that where that came from? Super fresh. So okay. our food is kind of that cuisine. So then mm-hmm. we took that kind of coastal approach for the lighter whites. And the light Have you pink. thought about um, selling Japanese denim, maybe in a corner somewhere? <laughs> now that is an idea. That's an idea. <laughs> maybe like one record, one record, <laughs> just one. Yeah. <laughs> we'll look into it. All right. <laughs> so it looks like y'all still, like one thing that Starry Nights always did was have like local artists in. Yeah, and it looks like y'all do that here too. So you're still yeah. keeping like that tradition. Yeah, like, tell me about any of them. Yeah, so what we're trying to do is the same thing, you know, that uh, Fuego does Fuego as well. Does, yeah. uh, first Fridays and stuff like that, and it's been hard though during you know the shutdowns to you know get new artists come in, check you know. Hang up. So this show has been showing for what two? She's been extended for I think her second. Second month, yeah. Yeah. Um, so usually we rotate it every, you know, every month. Uh, you know, we have a good, good connection, Fuego does, with uh, Blue from um, Roco. So uh, we're trying to get involved with that here as well. So once things open up back up, you know, we'll have first Friday events and everything like that. Uh, you know, they're pretty, um, pretty busy at Fuego when we had them. So the hope is to showcase artists here as well. And with our outside patio, like our point is amazing out here. We want to have local, local artists do some music and stuff. Have you thought oh, about we, a comedy we night? We need COVID to go away. So yeah, 
Be like, have you thought of a comedy night? <laughs> I would love to have both of you, you out there. Just... <laughs> sure. <laughs> Say no. Well, <laughs> oh, you know, we do. I, I don't like the, uh, and some people might hate me for saying this. I don't like open mic nights, you know? Uh, of course. I, 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 I like the idea yes. of. <laughs> we don't I like, either <laughs> i like the idea of like all right so you you know what you're doing let's let's right. give you a stage to do what you do and do it well you know right just showcase um, yeah yeah that was a cool no, thing no, I we always had like those eastman kids which we were so lucky to have them there in the jazz fest um mm-hmm. made a lot of connections and like that we're, we're so blessed in rochester to have the eastman school and I think a lot of people don't realize it. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. we'd love to get some of those kids down here eventually. Um, yeah. Do their thing. Yeah. Do their thing. Blow on their horns and such. <laughs> toot, toot, you know? <laughs> no, I, I mean, I respect that. No, it's awesome. Um, yeah. You know, when you're tapping away on your Mac, you need that. You know? <laughs> so. <laughs> I'm a jerk when I have two beers. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> no, it's all right to have campers every once in a while. Yeah, we let them. <laughs> that's right. Oh, man. No, Chris, that's good. I mean, yeah, you would always know, like, at Fuego, there was always uh, rotating art pieces in there. Mm-hmm. Um, did you have, like, a dance night ever? Something like that? No. It's night? Nice. Uh, salsa. No. Are we talking about Teenage Fuego? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah, know. I think it was Teenage. Yeah. That was their next door yeah. neighbor, I believe. Yeah, I mean, oh, here's I the thing. Uh, we would have, uh, so one of the traditions that we carried on from Java's is we would have like our, our Halloween party where mm-hmm. we would have someone like DJ it and stuff like that. We always did stuff like that. Uh, but sometimes uh, when you had your spaces and stuff like that, you have to follow rules. So now, you know, that we're in like this space here, we wouldn't be able to have a Halloween party like we would. We have neighbors. <laughs> we have neighbors. <laughs> yeah. We have to go to the forum. Yeah. We Shout go. out to the forum. Yeah. We love those guys. Yeah, we go to the forum. Yeah. Right, right. Right across the street there. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Chris, you got anything? Um... I got some questions from people that are watching. You want those? Hi, everybody. So, yeah, I don't have any uh, bad ideas. I already did the combination pizza. No bad ideas? Yeah, that's a good one. No bad ideas here. I was just, I would like you to shout out, like, who's who's the artist on your wall right now? Uh, yeah, we should definitely shout her out. And I will tell you who that artist is in two seconds. <laughs> I want to ask a que- another question. <laughs> and while you're doing that, uh, yeah. so y'all y'all open kind of like in the middle of like when uh, Rochester was kind of like at, at a, a hotbed for like a lot of things going on. So yeah. I know that you, there was a little. Heather Gray. Heather Gray, sorry. Heather Gray. Okay. Heather Gray. Shout out to Heather Gray. So. She's great. Look at that. You know, there was a little bit of controversy, um, I guess. You were giving discounts to police officers. It was right. Oh, after- so yeah, that was Fuego. That was Fuego. Yeah, that was Fuego. Um, so, um, the idea behind that was, uh, and I, I was sort of expecting this question actually. Um, so, at Java's, uh, not to, we always treated uh, first responders. Uh, so that's what we carried over into, you know, our personal business. 
Right. And, uh, you know, we made a lot of friends and everything like that. And um, some questions started circulating around and stuff. I mean, we, we have like, you know, local activists that come to uh, Fuego and everything like that. We're friends with them. And basically, to tell you the truth, honestly, I wasn't aware of a lot of the things that were going on in Rochester and just, you know, some things that were happening. Uh, so our staff, myself and Renee, we had a, a conversation on how that looks and why we were doing that in the first place. Um, so for us, uh, we didn't feel right about it when it came about to like some of our customers feeling, you know, they didn't feel that it was a safe space with the, the current environment of everything that was happening. Fair. Yeah. That is right downtown anyway. Yeah. There is like right there. Yeah. So, yeah. I get that. I get that. So, well, so. yeah, those are all. But, those are, but those if are I good. come in, do I get free stuff? <laughs> um, I I would like I would. I'm like, a last responder. <laughs> I don't respond to anything. So, I mean, we like a pear Danish. I saw that there, and I needed it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, moving on from this, but what we did do is, uh, you know, we we treat certain like you know. We try to show respect to everyone. Teachers, right? Yeah, teachers. So we, we took uh, okay. Rochester City school teachers and we gave them like either uh, free drip coffee or discounted uh, specialty coffee. Uh, every year we're, we're looking to, you know, look out for, you know, and treat different, um, you know, people that serve our public, you know, whether you're a teacher or, you know, maybe medical professions. I don't know. We're, it, we're, it's in the conversation of what we'll do next. Comedians. So um, here's an idea. Yeah. yeah. Street artists. I love that. Uh, we've done a lot in. of great things with uh, wall therapy in the past. Like, you know, uh, I know that we were uh, sort of like coffee sponsors for them in the past for, uh, you know, I know when Shawnee Hill did uh, the piece on uh, First Fuego, uh, if you remember that. Oh, right yeah. Yep. So there's okay. that. Uh, really, uh, you know, worked with uh, Sarah Rutherford and um, Justin Suarez for like, you know, uh, wall therapy as well. I'm a big fan of Quaje right now. Like, he's, yeah, yeah. He's great. Like, he's, he's just tearing it up. Yep. But yeah, um, just like, yeah. you know, just let them like spray paint your windows and just do some really fancy stuff on there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Jazz it up. <laughs> Jazz Jazz it up. Okay, so that's my that those are those are my two ideas combination pizza hut taco bell style yeah, yeah. javas <laughs> and fuego and and matilda yeah. and street artists yep Love and, it. and i want free i want free pair danishes free danishes, danishes. got it that's it great idea chris uh <laughs> <laughs> where where did uh the name fuego come from uh, so, uh, I am half Puerto Rican, uh, and basically it's a play on words, you know, it's a lot of play on words, you know? So when you're thinking about a business and everything like that, um, for Fuego, it's like, all right, so what does it mean? It means fire. Uh, what does fire mean? It means like, for me, it's, it's, it's passion. It's a lot of passion that's involved in it. So there's so many different things, but when you look at the flame of fire, what, 
draws you to it. It's a gathering place, though, too. Think of the campfire. It will draw people to surround it. And that's the idea of fuego is like having passion, but also knowing uh, what you're, you're in it for. And that is the community. But not just that, it's like you also need fire to roast coffee as well. So it's like all these different elements of like thinking of what fire means. No, that's awesome. I mean, there's nothing more passionate than Spanish fire. <laughs> it's a lot sexier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've been there, man. You don't want any of that. <laughs> so I got myself a white girl. Uh, <laughs> All right, I'm out. Uh, I'm <laughs> Chris, come back. Uh, <laughs> Chris knows what I'm talking about. Uh, <laughs> uh, we got a couple of questions from people that are watching. Chris Lindstrom, I don't, you know Chris, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Food about town. He asked, uh, he asking about vegan options at Matilda. Ooh. Uh, take it away. We love vegans. Uh, so almost anything can be, I should say almost anything. We have a lot of things that can be done vegan, even if they don't read vegan on the menu. For instance, right now we have some grain bowls on the menu. They all have cheese in them. We can easily substitute that cheese out of there. We always have, always have tofu on hand for a little protein. Um, our menu changes with the seasons. So this is our second round of menus. So, for me to really go in depth on what is vegan, it's hard to do right now because it's all going to change in a couple, like yeah. in another month. You know, we're going to have a spring menu here. So yeah. right. um, a lot of things can be done. We always have gluten-free bread on hand, uh, which is also vegan friendly. Um, we try to have things accessible for people. Yeah. Just let, let us know what's up with you and what mm -hmm. you don't like, and we can try to make it work. Um, another question you had is a specific blend as a baseline coffee. Uh, so, yeah, uh, we have two blends here at Matilda. Uh, so basically what we have is the Hey Jude and eight days a week. Um, so basically when we look at those, uh, the base of that is going to be Columbia. They're both going to be 70% Columbia. Uh, but when you look at the Jude, it's going to have 30% of Brazil in that. Uh, that's going to give it that rich uh, chocolatey uh, taste that's like basically... Uh, approachable for the everyday drinker, but also uh, intriguing enough for the connoisseur. Uh, moving along with the eight days, uh, that's a little Ethiopian. bit. Uh, yeah, so that's a little bit more nuancy, where it's like 70 percent uh, Wheeler Columbia, uh, which is a direct trade relationship that we have, and thirty percent of a natural Ethiopian Yergeshaf. Nice, nice. You guys, you Fuego does single origin as well. Uh, yeah, so mostly uh, the only blend that we have at Fuego is the Bear Claw blend. Uh, but we do different blends for uh, different uh, restaurants. You know, uh, we do some for the Cub Room. Uh, we did some for Unter as well. Uh, we did some for Vino, uh, the Revelry, Bronca. Um, so, yeah, we create and tailor blends to uh, mm. the restaurant's um, uh, palette or what they're trying to do. That's really cool. What what goes into that? Like, so you basically, um, if it, it's like Unter, you're thinking, what are you thinking for that? Um, mostly with Unter, I mean, we started off. We with did brunch, so was, we had to make something that was approachable to everybody. That breakfast drinker, where you're hungover as hell, and you just need a cup of coffee, and you need a 
big old pretzel with a vice versa sausage and mustard. You know what I mean? So made it pretty, mm-hmm. I would say almost comparable to like our eight days a week blend that we did here. Something mm-hmm. that's like a everyday drinking, I hate to say diner. Kind of. No, you know it's, I, mean? it's, like, I like to use the word like approachable, you know, yeah, you know, it's, it's approachable for anyone. Like if you can add cream and sugar to it, it's going to be fine. You know, right. some, uh, you know, single origin coffees have a very, very light body to it. So when you were to, do, do you hate people that add cream and sugar to things? Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, and that's for me, that's what I don't like about these terms about first, second, third wave and stuff. I mean, at the end of the day, it's your beverage. Consume drink it the way drink it. Drink it the way that you want it. But you also have some people that, uh, and I hate to use the word elitist, that you know. There's snobs, you know. There's beer snobs. There's coffee snobs. Yeah, I mean, you can have your coffee any way that you want to have it. I mean, for me, I like black coffee. I like you know espresso. That's me. He may like you know uh, you know a vanilla latte. That's that's okay. I like uh I got this new fruity pebbles creamer. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Can that's I put that in your coffee? <laughs> no, we've actually done something pebbles. really interesting where we take uh you know a cereal, whether that was you know fruity pebbles or you know um, yeah, and you make cereal milk and then you make a latte yes. from that. We've done that before actually. We've actually played around with that. Spring menu. Sure. See, cereal milk that, is legit. I was also yeah. hungover when I did it, and I was just like, "Well, I I need milk." <laughs> I finished the cereal. <laughs> We're all on the same plane. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> so what? What's? Can you give us a preview of the spring menu? No. <laughs> Fair. Fine. All I right. like to wait Fair. until the last minute, and I have to be in a certain state of mind to really write a menu. So, uh, no. <laughs> oh, you were serious. <laughs> I have not started here yet. That's fine. Fair enough. Fair enough. Sorry. Uh, no, that's fine. I, I like a surprise. <laughs> it's going to be a surprise for all yeah. of us. Uh, <laughs> we do have, uh, we just, something cool that we did bring back is draft beer that kind of went away for a little bit, but we started bringing draft back to Matilda. Um, it's kind of tough now with the hours, but we're going to really focus on that in the, in the spring, summer. Usually we have, we have a draft. Uh, yeah, mimosa. Aperol spritz. It's oh, just okay. really good, and we all love it. And uh, we have cool stuff like yeah. that. So I will, say, I, I will say that we've been toying with a new flavor uh, that we've been talking about. I'm not going to give it all away, but I will tell you that it might have jalapeno in it. All right, I'm in. I'm in. I don't know what <laughs> sold for coffee. He didn't even tell you that part. It's for coffee, so we have to work. Yeah, out. that's fine. Yeah, ones here. I like it. Well, tell us where uh, people can find you, Fuego, Matilda, social media, physical location. All right. Uh, so Fuego Coffee is located at One Woodbury Boulevard, uh, Rochester, New York, right downtown, right next to Jiva Theater. Uh, and uh, Fuego Coffee, I, I think is our tag name. I don't run social media. I don't really do much with social media. So I have a person <laughs> doing that. So you can find us on Instagram, Facebook. Um, not very active on the Twitter. Who tweets? That's, that's fine. Not many people. One guy doesn't anymore. I was about to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought bad would happen when he said his name. But yeah, we don't tweet. I didn't say it. I didn't say it. Yeah. It's like Voldemort. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> uh, 
Yeah. Unter? Um, Unter. You can check us out. Uh, March. In March, yeah. Nothing's <laughs> live right now. We have Instagram and cool. Facebook. Matola, though, you can find us online at matolacoffeehouse.com. We're at 696 University, the old Starry Nights Cafe. Street parking is free. Everybody always asks about that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Nice. Instagram. We don't really believe in other things. So Instagram. What are your hours over at Matilda? Right now, COVID hours are 8 to 2. That will probably be our winter hours. Mm-hmm. We're still figuring this out as everybody goes. But, you know, when life kind of goes back, we'll be 8 to 8. 8 to 8. So, uh, so like right dinner now, menu? Or menu. is it the same menu? It's the same menu all day. Yeah, but you know he's been talking about maybe doing some uh, specialized dinners here. We're talking about some uh, beer dinner, wine dinners. <laughs> yeah, I heard. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was actually emailing Alchemist before I got on this. Ooh, so. what the the producer, the Alchemist? <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, no, I know what you're talking about. Now, awesome. So we have a lot of cool things we're working Petty on. Topper. Can releases and stuff like that. So yeah. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, no. Coffee shops. Yeah, you guys got uh, the best, the best beer for a coffee shop for sure. Been hearing I mean, a lot about her. That should be a city uh, award. I feel like for the, the best of. Should be. Best beer at a coffee shop. Best beer in a coffee shop. We'll create it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> best coffee shop to get drunk in. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for joining us, guys. Chris. You got anything else? Uh, no, just I'm just gonna remind you about them free pear danishes. Ah, that's all I got. I already got you. <laughs> I'll see you tomorrow. Derek, oh, you will, Tony. It was a pleasure, guys. Um, Thanks, it's guys. awesome. You, you guys are great. Um, uh, what you're doing for the community and like just uh, your your places are amazing. So um, keep keep it up. We, we love you. Yeah, <laughs> love ya. We're looking forward to seeing Hunter open again. That's right. We'll see you guys soon. All right, man. Thank you. Cheers. Thank you. Peace. All right. Tony and Derek. Uh, yeah, man. It's a great spot, Matilda. Yeah. Um, and I don't drink coffee that much, but I should. My parents oh, love coffee. I do. That's why they know Tony. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you do. Yeah. 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 I've been trying to watch my caffeine intake. That's why. Oh, I'm the only way I'm watching it is like watching it go down my throat. It's like pouring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, yes. I'm not watching anything. I'm very unhealthy. <laughs> I should probably. You look fine. Uh, <laughs> squats. It's all squats. <laughs> they fool you. Who, uh, so we got another Wednesday one. Um, yes. This Wednesday. Uh strange bird brewing coming up um we're gonna have more beers um that's gonna be another great one i'm excited to talk to them yeah wait um we're gonna have a couple of uh people joining us on that one um if you haven't checked them out yet strange bird brewing i believe we were talking about before but they're doing a bottle release so jump on their instagram or their facebook or wherever they are strange bird brewing and uh drink some of their beer before Wednesday or during the show, that'd be great. Yes, it'll make they're us the funnier. Old, uh, they're where the abundance, old abundance yeah. was. They're on Marshall Street. That's right. So, Basically, across from the Owl House. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, and yeah. then um, 
I uh, I wanted to tell you guys about this. If anybody's watching, um, we're going to be running a contest um, with one of our upcoming guests. We're having uh, Pina's Dumplings uh, coming up on the 22nd, I believe. Chris, have you eaten over there? I have not. We need to do that. Pina's Express. Um, it's uh, this guy, Ricardo Pina. He works out of uh, Rella. And he does dumplings and hot sauce out of there. So we're coming up on 500 followers um, on Instagram. We'll hit it by the end of the week, I'm sure. But, you know, in celebration of that, we're going to be doing a little uh, giveaway with uh, Ricardo. Um, Get some free dumplings. So uh, jump up on Instagram if you haven't already. Follow us. Follow Ricardo Pina. Pina's Express, um, and then look out for the sweepstakes. You can get some free dumplings. That sounds fantastic. And hot sauce. Why not, right? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) We got to go over there. Um, Well, we got some great shows. I mean, that's the 22nd. Um, Do we want to talk about next week? We'll talk about next week, right? Which Who's? 15th? Saucy. Yes, Saucy Chef. Yeah, I if you if you follow our Insta, you probably saw my meal at Saucy Chef. Uh, it was supposed to be for one person. She definitely put like two people's worth of food in there. It was so good, just a slab of fish. It was mm. yes, yeah. So if you don't know, um, she's got a huge following here, um, Saucy Chef. Uh, let me see what her Instagram is i think it's just the saucy chef you should be able to yes. find her um she's doing some awesome things for valentine's day uh some special meals for you and your lover or you and yourself or whoever you want to share a meal with um and uh so check her out saucy chef she'll be our next monday uh guest so that's gonna be another good one Chris, uh, I got to go eat over there too. So yeah, I think I'm yeah. going to get a Valentine's meal for myself here. <laughs> I feel like you should do that. Yeah, maybe, you right? can share, maybe you can share it with Fiona. I don't know. I don't know. She don't, she don't eat big like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I got to get the, <laughs> we have to get that uh, sound bite. She don't eat big like that. <laughs> Chris, uh, I'll see you sometime this week. And if not, yes. um, I got to give you your coffee. We sh- you're going to yes. get some Strange Bird. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to do and Strange then, uh, Bird tomorrow. So maybe we can nice. get something out. I'll be in your okay. name. Yes, definitely. And then uh, I'll see you on here on Wednesday. All yes. right, buddy. I'll see you in a few days. Can't if wait. not sooner. Everybody <laughs> take care. Be safe. We love you all. Goodbye. Take care. Bye. <laughs>